Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navarre, and today my guest is Molly Connolly from Thorson Consulting. Happy to be here, Matt. I always love recording with you. It's so fun. Me too. We're going to have a good time. Your, your energy I like is your always voice extra deep today. Yeah, I'm getting over a cold. I hope I don't sneeze or cough or nothing. <laughs> Do your best. I try. Coffee helps. So we've got some interesting stuff to talk about related to conferences, because it is conference season in the land of FileMaker. There are, there are the big one, DevCon, coming up in summer, and then Pausanera was just announced. Yes. And then Elusive Moose, which you have some news about. Right. Um, let's start there. Let's start there. Let's start there. So, um, yeah, so my Thorson Consulting is my dev business, and Elusive Moose is my um, membership group for business topics. Right for software developers, business topics, and the last two years we've done a conference. We're not gonna do one this year. So I did let my members know, just in you know, I'm trying to think of other services that'll make my members happy and keep them on board. But I did want to let everybody know we're not gonna do a conference this year. Um, some of it, like pause, is gonna be awesome. DevCon's coming up, and frankly, Jason and I have been really busy. So yeah, well. Life, life gets in the to way. It's tough off a conference, it right? Is. Uh, having <laughs> done a pause, I can tell you, a few pauses. You've done more than one pause, yeah. <clears throat> so we're not doing a conference this year, but um, I do. Can I talk about some of the other services I'm going to nope, do? No, nope, nope, nope. I'm just kidding. Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the so elusive. The idea is, you know, we we go to technical conferences, but where do you learn about business topics? Where do you dive into, you know, billing and hiring and training and all that good stuff? And so. Um, I think what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to fold in. I have a jumpstart training program that's helping, you know, onboard like your fresh, smart hire who doesn't really know FileMaker. I've used that, I don't know, three, four times. Yeah. And sent lots of people to it. It's great. You know, I use the FileMaker training series materials, but the idea is just to give a roadmap. Like, how do you go from zero, you know, up? Like where do you where do you get started to get somebody brand new up to speed? Sure, the and, technical um, part, but actually the other super valuable part of that is you go through exercises of how to be a consultant, how to how to be a good employee of somebody who's in a consulting environment where your job is to actually please the customer, bill hours, track time, kind of be the whole widget that's that's a good uh, that fits well into a company that does what we do, right? Yeah, and I'd love that you brought that up because that's really like the edge I'm trying to provide. It's one thing to know how to build a FileMaker database. It's another thing to know how to build this particular feature within a budget, within a time constraint, and um, be able to convey the value of what you've built to your client mm -hmm. and, and how to manage you know, what we do with each of the exercises is, okay, you're, you're building this from a technical perspective. Spend as much time as you want on that, but... Did you meet the criteria? Did you get the needs analysis right? Um, we have them kind of sit in on, just listen in on several needs analysis. If you've never done it before, you might not know the questions to ask. So I walk them through what kind of questions to ask. And one of the top things, I think, from the training program for, you know, people who are really junior and a lot of people like haven't had a job before, right? So a lot of times they don't know how to mm -hmm. articulate the question. They're yeah, well, stuck. I mean, if you're hiring but someone who's, who's eight years old, I mean, what's the real, you know, they're not going to have had jobs before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eight. Not eight, so anyway, eight or um, 18 or 28. So anyway, we're going to pull, we're going to pull those training videos 
under Elusive Moose, so members have access to them. It'll still be paid to take the course, which is you know where I work one-on-one mm-hmm. with the students. But we thought that that would be nice for members to be able to have access to the exercises and the videos, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's hugely valuable. Yeah, and then yeah, the I other thing... Some of those okay. training videos are me, aren't they, as I think about it? Yeah, those I, are the, I always the love most presenting. valuable of all. Oh, Plus sure, you say that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like I like doing those, and I've got a bunch of different trainers because it's fun to see different perspectives, too. You know, if it's just me saying, here's how I do X, Y, and Z, but to see two people talk through how they do it and how they make their choices, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because there isn't a right answer to anything, right? In like a data model or uh, an approach to a script or whatever, there's like several good ways and a huge number of bad ways. Yeah. But the discussion hits all the points where you can sort of rule out one after another bad idea and pick one of the two really good ones, you know? Yeah, I like that. Like, I, I still remember, this was years ago, but we had our little if case, versus case versus, case I knew battle. you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I, and I still I, use I, if. Every time I see a, 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 I inherit a project from somebody and I see a, 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 someone, a current developer who's using if, I'm like, what, you crazy? <laughs> anyway. We can go back to that later. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, junior developers, I'm, I get to speak at that at DevCon, mm-hmm. so that'll be good, and I'm folding that into Elusive Moose. Um, the other topic I'm going to speak at at DevCon is on portfolio management, and this one's my favorite topic, and considering how many people are working with you now, it might be a favorite topic for you too. <laughs> yes, so talk to me, portfolio management. Well, you know, I've got a smaller team now, Um you know, five, six subs. But, you know, previously I'd, I'd have a dozen employees and trying to keep track of all their projects, schedule the right resources, have backup, decide when that work is going to hit, manage it against deadlines. Like it's really challenging. So I have, um, a pretty simple, of course, FileMaker tool, um, that I load in the team, I load in the projects and then use it on a weekly basis just to assess the status of wh- of who's going where. And so I'm going to talk through how to manage that and, and have that combination of being the manager, being really involved, because I think sometimes people are too hands-off. They're like, eh, I don't want to get too nitty-gritty. But I think to be really successful, you've got to pay attention to your developer's best skills, where they perform best, and then create that portfolio that, A, they're happiest and performing at their best. Yes, definitely. So I'm going to talk about that. And hmm. the idea is like, how do you project your resource needs? How do you balance the workload? And the other big thing is like, how do you, um, you know, how do you team people up? It's, it's hard to put a couple developers on something, but you need to do some overlap, especially with longer term projects so that you don't oh, get yeah. that. I think it's, uh, yeah, we always try to do that. So you get, so you get two people who are really familiar with it. If one goes out of town, they can cover it to some degree. Um, yes. Well, actually, I always try to be involved a little bit on projects, except for, you know, particularly small ones, um, for the data modeling part of it, because I just, I, I think I just, because I love that so much, maybe, mainly. It, yeah. But also, I think it's where I have a lot to offer, you know, because I've, I've seen so many data models and done so many databases over the years. Well, and think of the time that you're saving. You have somebody new figure it out, and it'll take them, you know, all week to figure it out. Or you're like, oh, I did that before six years ago. Here's how we're going to do it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's no, there's, you know, people want to figure things out, but if you start them in the right direction, you're in a better place. Um, I have more DevCon news. So 
women women of FileMaker. We've had this luncheon every year. Yeah. And so uh, a couple years ago, Chris Ippolite and I decided to sponsor, um, you know, two DevCon scholarships. And uh, I didn't do it last year. I wasn't able to go last year. But this year I said, hey, you know, let me see if women of FileMaker want to participate in this. So the coolest thing is I just I put it out to the community and said, you know, Hey ladies, would you donate some money so that we can send two two women to DevCon? Like pay for their pay for their DevCon. In three days, I raised enough for three tickets. Wow! And then I had to shut it down because I was like, well, what if not enough people apply? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, not much risk of that. <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, so it's great. So I've so right now we are accepting applications, um, and it is for for women. It's the women of FileMaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they go to womenoffilemaker.com, we've got a, a scholarship application. It's basically, you know, why I want to go to DEF CON. And uh, if you win, you get a, a free conference pass to DEF CON. Wow. So then all the other expenses are on you, though? You do. And so that was kind of a debate because I was like, well, we have enough money. Should we cover the hotel and should we cover this? And we said, you know, we really want people who, you know, are investing in their own career. Sure. And this is kind of well, helping supplement it. Well, flying... It's cheap to Arizona. And the hotel's not most bad places. either. Yeah, hotel's kind of a lot, but, you know, we're starting out. It's not like some of the other locations we've been at. It's 200 bucks a night. That's true. Um, but, so that was kind of a deliberate, you know, I think it does limit some people. But on the other hand, I, I remember my first DevCon. I mean, I was 25. I scraped together two grand to get out to California. Yeah. And, and I made really good use of every minute that I was there. So that was kind of what we were going for is to say, let's, let's help somebody who can't quite get over the edge, um, but, but who's still really invested and wants to learn. I, like, I really like the changes they made to the DevCon format this year, dropping the price a ton, changing the format. Uh, I'm really interested to see how the FBA day is going to go, the conference session length. They made a whole bunch of little tweaks this year that they haven't done in a long time. And I'm really I- looking forward to see how it pans out, but I think it's going to be good. I think so too, and I am excited about that FBA day because I think um, sometimes it got interspersed where there were people who were, you know, just not interested in the same topics that FBAs are, and it would just maybe it was too long for them. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Plus, come on, it's in uh, it's in Phoenix. It's is, yeah, this is the the best location. It's going to be great. I I pitched to speak at DevCon this year, and I think I made a pretty grave error. I didn't get accepted. But that's because I think I just forgot one of the things I'm most passionate about, which is um, panel discussions. When I, I, but I, like three or four years ago, I submitted panel discussions, and the someone at FileMaker didn't like them because a couple of them went bad the year before or something like that. <clears throat> so it got shot down. But I've done a lot of them, and they're great. Yeah, and it's really I good. Love doing yeah, for the same reason we talked about a minute ago, you get two people sort of disagreeing on a topic, and you get to see that interchange. Very, very valuable. But I well, didn't submit great. any. I just forgot to. You're so. great at like eliciting that too. Like, you know, if you're just asking questions and everybody agrees, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. But you're good at being like, okay, but really, how do you really feel about it? Yeah. Tell us how you, you know. Yeah, it is fun. I love I love that. Um, and but I also I submitted on um, AWS, which I really really love. I really love FileMaker Cloud, but I've been actually uh, deploying servers with Windows servers. Um, I don't know. To me, they're just kind of easier to manage. I mean, I have quite a number of them now, uh, dedicated. Because you know, with FileMaker 15, you can't have shared hosting anymore, so you got to have all your customers on dedicated servers now. 
Yeah. And so figuring yeah. out how to do that in an economical way is super important. FileMaker Cloud is good, but I think there's kind of, you know, it's not the only way. There are other ways. And AWS is definitely an awesome one. So anyway, I didn't, I don't, didn't get the opportunity to speak on that at DevCon, so I'm going to do it at pause. Perfect. Perfect. And yeah, share I think, kind of so what I've learned. So are you going to do hosting and, just for your clients, or are yeah, you going to do it for yeah, other people No, too? I don't do, I'm not, I don't want to be a hosting company. Right. Um, I kind of, you know, a little bit sort of grudgingly brought to it, but it's a hugely important thing for my projects, for my clients who are consulting clients. Oh, yeah. To make sure that they have a server that's primarily easy for us to get to to do development on and take files up and down. Ensure that backups are run correctly so that we don't have to take those calls of like, oh, yeah, I had something happen and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, and, you know, that I can deploy really quickly. I can deploy. No, I usually deploy a server in the in the phone call. Um, here's how it actually works: the customer will call me and say, "Oh yeah, 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 I'm finally ready to do a server." I say, "Okay, email me your database." And while I'm telling about the hosting, I go to domains.google.com and I come up with a subdomain. So I usually have something .app.work. So like if you wanted a server, I would I would put up molly.app.work. So you host it while you're on the phone call with them. I host it while I'm on the phone call with them. I, go, hey, I create the. I go to I go to AWS and and I have a, usually I have a server sort of sitting there ready, already yeah. started, um, and then I just put a name on it. I grab its IP address and I connect it to the DNS record. Creating a DNS record is ridiculously fast. It usually goes through the internet in just a matter of a few minutes, not half an hour, but like five minutes. Changing a DNS record takes longer, but creating one is, is really fast. Huh. Um, and then, so the server's already sitting there, FileMaker server's already installed, I just upload their database, and poof, by the end of the phone call, they're actually on their server with FileMaker. I'm, I'm just grimacing because I have, I'm not going to say the name of the client, but it's a large client, and it took three months, I kid you not, just to get the right access I needed to the server. We went through every, iter you know, like, yeah. it was just impossible to talk to IT, and I could go on and on yep, about how yep. well i've been is. down that road a lot of times too so oh, wanted, yeah, you've got, that's why you've i wanted to make this as easy lines. so i mean there's a whole bunch of moving parts to make that happen there's a lot of things you have to understand to get this working so that's kind of what i want to talk about that discovery process and all the stuff and all the crazy acronyms and all the weird little products that aws offers no, which i used to be used to found really daunting and now i love them so i'm really disappointed that i can't go to pause it's going to be so awesome it's going to be good yeah, it's, it's, it's such an interesting mix, too. I mean, it's like it's half – it's not even really FileMaker. It's like it's a JavaScript-themed FileMaker extension. Yeah. But the, well, the also, topics the are not really meditation like – Meditation layer. And the meditation thing, right, over, overlaid. I think it's going to be not partying, not drinking. It's at a very, very different kind of a place. Yeah. Um. It's going to be powerful yeah, and, and a yeah. lot of brain power going on there. And, it, it and it's sense. not a ton of, I, it's not going to, I think it's going to be capped at like 75 people or something like that. It's not going to be, wow. yeah, when we did pause last time, it was 128 people. And did tickets and, just nice go on sale? Too. Yes. This, this okay. Monday the 14th at 8 a.m. Okay. I was the second person to buy a ticket. <laughs> Good job. Good job. I was trying um, to be first, but nope. Nope. Second. It's pretty good. Um. That's great. Well, no, pause is going to be awesome. DevCon, I think a lot of people are coming back just because Phoenix has such good memories for so many people. Yes. Such a good Lazy space. River. Lazy River. Lazy River. Lazy River. So that'll be great. Um, what else is going on? 
You're uh, growing. Growing the business. That's been very interesting to switch out from being just doing development to actually focusing on business and all a totally different array of things that that requires. Yeah. Um, working with a guy who's sort of like a part-time CFO. Oh, great. We, yeah, we hired a guy who is a CFO for like eight other companies. Interesting. He takes like a monthly fee and is a CFO for a month, basically. Yeah. Gets, gets into your numbers, analyzes your stuff, looks at your trends. And he likes to say he, he only understands a company by looking at all the financials. So he takes this crazy detailed export from QuickBooks and of monthly sales and expenses by category for like five years and then slices and dices it up in a huge spreadsheet. And that's how he understands the company by taking a look. And from that, he can tell a lot about growth and where the, where the problems are and where the successes are and what the, so it's really cool. You know what's so funny about that? Like, I was like, wow, how in the world does he do that? But then I think it like somebody cracks open a 10 year old FileMaker database and I'll be like, oh, this is what your company does. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's just a different, different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's how we see what companies do. We look at their database and can see how stuff flows. We see how many records are edited, where they are, what table, what is used, what's not used. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's probably, he's just got the same vision, but he can look at your financials. He doesn't want to talk to you. He just wants to look at your numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me. And he's provided some really great insights too. It's been really good. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah, good recommendations yeah, so for what to do, what not to do, where to focus. I got a question for you. So it mm-hmm. sounds like you're busy. It's been interesting. You know, a lot of people come to me for like recruiting. And it was interesting because last summer people were like, we need people, we need people, we need people. And then it's been real quiet again. And I, I can never tell. Is it because people are so busy they don't even have time to reach out and try and hire people? Or, you know, it's kind of spotty. Like around the country, there's some people that are just crazy busy and other people who are slow. So I'm, I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I think it's, I, I would chalk that up to just the normal ebb and flow and unpredictability of getting new projects. And, yeah. you know, if you get two or three really, really big projects, um, that's going to totally dominate your life for a long time. Yeah. And, that, and those big ones, they, they're kind of random in how they come. You can't predict them. Um, yeah, like I, we used to have, we had did a whole bunch of idea to iPads. We haven't had one in like three months. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Well, it's interesting too. I'm for, you know, for Elusive Moose members, I'm going to do a salary survey and then, and I know you don't like this, <laughs> but I'm going to do, <laughs> I do a salary survey. It, it, you know, it was popular a couple of years ago because people were saying, Hey, I don't know what to charge or I don't know what I should be able to expect, what right. I should be making. And so I just did a, a survey, um, this year I need to do a, this time I need to do a better job of like, you know, where, where the location is. Cause there's mm-hmm. a big difference between what you're going to get in Chicago versus Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, but, uh, really? but anyway, so would... there is, there's a pretty dramatic difference. I mean, huh. you could be, it's the difference, yeah. between, right? There's FileMaker developers that make 30,000 a year. There's FileMaker developers that make 125,000 a year. Yeah, so where are they and why? So anyway, I'm doing the salary survey and it's, I'm always interested in how busy people are because especially with a subcontractor, a lot of, su- a lot of subs are coming to me who are used to getting, you know, kind of a premium rate, mm-hmm. but people are hiring, right? So they're going to say, Hey, I can't afford to pay somebody 85 bucks an hour for 40 hours a week. Right. I'm going to hire somebody. So it's been interesting to kind of coach people through like, you don't want your rates so high that you can't continue um, to have those nice contracts. Right. Um, Anyway, sorry, that was a little tangent. It's a good one, and that's that's a pretty valuable thing. And, you know, as my business grows, I have a very different 
perspective on that. Like, because you're doing employees now, right? I have I have several employees, and I need to hire more. But I also have one of those high end subcontractors who's amazing, and I would I don't want to change anything about that relationship. I'm actually right. totally happy to pay him whatever he as for as many hours as he wants to work because projects that I put him on, he makes the customer super happy. Yeah. And I can, I can mark it up and we can also add a lot of value to the client because we have project management and can set the expectation and can add other resources in and can, you know, it's, there's, it's, it's a really, really good situation. Yeah. Well, and that's the difference. That's the other thing. Just, you know, how do you, how do you command a top salary? Well, like you said, you get the work done, you make the client happy, you do great work. Yeah, exactly. It's not just by being a good coder, but it's by you know managing resources and being the whole thing. And yeah. then the other huge thing is like also not not doing just FileMaker, but doing some FileMaker and PHP and JavaScript and well, learning is, all the other technologies. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing I'm interested at DevCon this year. Is like every year it feels like there's more and more opportunities to like go you know integrate and go outside of filemaker hey that was a, i got knocked down for one of my sessions i was surprised i i really think there should be more sessions on integration like how to approach integration right. i got a lot of government clients where mm -hmm. you've got to pull from these ancient systems um maybe it's not sexy <laughs> they always turn me down i'm like but it's well, really interesting in integration really to the ancient systems is not sexy integration to new fun awesome things right. you know, json and javascript and Soap and rest and all <laughs> Nobody those. Nobody wants my old Byzantine knowledge. Yeah. It's like how to integrate with DB2 by Molly Connolly. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't even go to that. But, <laughs> but you like data scrubbing too. So, and, and even um, I, I do think, especially as a junior thing, like to learn how to really manipulate data quickly and effectively. But you're right. It's not sexy. Integrating with DBase 4. <laughs> What's a hypercard 101? Okay. <laughs> All right. Those well, those things are out there, though. We we still run into those frequently. So anyway, I want you to invite any women you know to apply for the scholarship. We need some more I, fresh. I, I definitely have one in mind. Fresh and this faces. Is for, this is for someone who's not been to DevCon before. It preference is given to if you haven't been. Okay. But. I was trying to say, you know, they should apply anyway. Because some people I've talked to, they're like, well, I went 10 years ago, hmm. you know, but I haven't been able to go back since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for developer types, for project manager types, for any and all? You know, either one. We're not going to – basically, the application process is to put together just an essay saying why you should send me to DevCon. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm what I'm looking to learn. And so, um, you know, there's certainly plenty of project management um, topics and techniques they can learn there. I mean, if you're a coder, you want to learn it. If you've never touched FileMaker, I've got a couple of people who are, um, you know, my clients who would mm -hmm. like to know more, which that would be great. You know, I always want my clients to go to DevCon because yeah. you want them to be more informed. Yeah, you want uh, them to go and meet other people who can serve their needs as well or better than you can. I'm just kidding. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> not that. <laughs> I didn't actually think of that. But anyway, mostly I just want them to be better, um, better trained so we can do a better job together. Oh yeah. Plus, it's it's great for your clients to meet each other, and I don't know. There's a ton of good thing, good things about. It. I love. I have a lot of clients who go to DevCon. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the the Oregon Public Health, very often has three people go, and it's not the same oh. three people every year. Do they really? Oh, yeah. that's great. And so there, it's it's great to have them uh, hang out there. Usually, Tom Fritch, Tom Fitch, who's a good buddy of mine for a long time, he almost always goes. Um, yeah. So it's always good to hang out with him. Uh, all right, so you and I are going to do some, some more training together 
I think that's a good plan. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, training, DB. recruiting. We've got all kinds of stuff. DB two data DB2. migration. Da DB two data <laughs> migration. Yes. Well, wow. we can think of something more fun. That could be our challenge. How do we find our, you know, data analytics, make it interesting? Well, you know, the other thing you and I talked about a while ago, and let's spark some interest in this again, is oh, coming yeah. up with a set of common data models. Data models. Well, the funniest thing about that is like, I kind of put it out there. I said, hey, I think I should be, you know, it'd be neat to put together uh, data models so that you save time. And especially if you're new you can, and, you know, a couple of people wrote back, they're like, well, you could obviously consult the blah, blah, blah Bible, and it's like a 500-page yeah. tome that I've never heard of, which I I'm sure is I think you told me about it, and then I looked exquisite. it up, too. And yeah, Well, it's just mostly hard to understand. But, you know, FileMaker developers don't tend to be trained in that kind of science where you can understand the math of, you know. Yeah, like, I'm talking about just throw down an ERD, a good explanation, why to pick this path instead of another, right. and, and how it plays out. And I feel like that could save people a lot of time. I mean, how many how many project management systems have I done? How many work order systems have I done? How yep. many like selection systems? If you haven't done it before, you don't know about, oh, I need a join table there, or there's no way they'll be able to pull that report. An inventory system that needs a bill of lighting with, you know, N number of depth. Right. That's, I don't that's know a tricky that. thing. You if you, yep, you have to you have to kind of get the one key part of that thing working correctly. Um, we, we've got a couple projects right now where we're hired to basically connect the front end to the back end. So you've got like a invoicing system and a PO system that don't share line items tables. So they, the systems don't have a way to, um, to track when they buy something and then sell that same thing to update the inventory automatically because the developer who originally wrote it couldn't figure that out oh, because geez. it's not obvious. I was going to say, why? Yeah, because it's not easy. They probably built the PO first, and they were like, cool, throw away the typewriter. And then they said, oh, now let's do the... Now let's do an invoicing, an inventory system, or well, not an inventory, but like an invoicing system where we can sell the things that we buy. Yeah. And and it's easy if the things that you buy and the things that you sell are the same thing, right? Right. But if you buy components and then put them together... It gets messy. Yeah. Like if you buy, you know, if you buy... Um, raw materials like wood and uh, then you and you build furniture and then you sell furniture and you sell a bed frame that contains x board feet of, of oak right when you when one goes out the door how do you update the inventory to say now there's this much less oak in the warehouse that's trickier it is trickier and it's fun but i remember spending unbelievable amounts of time like trying to figure it out so yeah. i feel like if we could you know Put down some guidelines so that it would be a little jump start yep. on how to do inventory. You know, jump start on whatever. So, all yeah. right, good. We're doing it. We just have to carve out some time, Mr. Navarre. Yeah. Well, I like the idea. But I guess the reason I brought it up is to see, you know, get idea, uh, feedback from people if there is something else that like this that they know of that we could draw from or if this is a good idea or if this is, you know. Right. Anyway, if they're something. just like boring molly and matt yeah well, <laughs> you can call boring on us maybe 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 no one else really loves data modeling like we do i don't know <laughs> no come on you know they do anyone so. listening to this podcast does i hope so maybe your neighbor doesn't though that's <laughs> probably just true glaze over what are you talking about yeah, my girlfriend sure doesn't like data modeling i'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> it's not a topic of, at the it dinner is, table it is not <laughs> well that's why we that's why we have devcon that's true 
Well, it is always great to talk to you, Molly. It's great talking to you, too. This is so fun, and I'm excited to see everybody at DevCon. I'm going to put some stuff out on Elusive Moose. Uh, check out womenoffilemaker.com if you would like a scholarship. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a great day. All right. You too.